Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, where I am turning on the energy to drown out the pain that makes me suffer every day. This, this is Dumb and Dumbest. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Keith Tinkachkis, who is breathing very loudly, of Ghost Cult Mag, and Keithington. what are we talking about today? Sorry for my loud breathing. I'm a little stuffed up today, but... uh what we're going to talk about today is the impact and the focus of Facebook groups. Yes. I, I wish I had like a, an air horn that could go like Facebook groups, but we don't. Meh, 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 meh. <laughs> anyway. Trevor Noah um, style. The point being, Facebook groups, they're really valuable. They're important. Um, give me some of your initial takes, initial thoughts. What do people need to know? What do, what do the youth of today need to know about Facebook groups? Facebook groups is the new Facebook feeds. Um, basically, Facebook themselves has doubled or tripled down on groups. Uh, people are angry about the algorithm of Facebook no longer catering to the common man or the small business person. It used to be an undiscovered country, if you will allow me a Star Trek reference. It was a wide open Star Trek reference. It was a wide open space. Anybody could succeed. Wide every open spaces. Of, exactly. One of every one of your posts would reach every single person on your feed if you had under a certain amount of people. And then the algorithm came. The big bang of social media. The first actual social network that had an algorithm that showed you what it wanted to show you or a series of conditions met that would show you certain other pages and posts. This was all geared to sell ads. That's fine. That's the nature of business. I don't have a problem with that. Matt and I both run social media advertising and it works. It actually works better than search ads, unbelievably, if you do it right. And um, groups now have kind of taken the place of the old Facebook behavior and the old Facebook style, if you will, what people were accustomed to. If you have a well put together, organized, curated, managed group, you can communicate to a really narrow but engaged and enthusiastic audience. Yeah. Yeah. I also think um <clears throat> I also think that um, Facebook groups are interesting because they actually function very similarly to Twitter. Uh, in as much as they're like the way they're a, a group chat about a thing. Yes. Does that make sense? Totally. Um, so I think that... Uh, I think that's also important to consider and that if you like Facebook groups, you'll probably like Twitter because I know Twitter is scary to a lot of people. 
that's actually pretty fair. You know, I hadn't thought at first. I was like, hmm, where's he going with this? But now that you kind of bookended it with that, I really like that take. Um, no, I mean, it's it's just like like it, it's a similar idea, and that that's where people go to engage. You know what I mean? Um, and that's important. So. Uh, I don't know. I, I just I just like to place an emphasis on that stuff. Yeah, let's talk about some um, groups that we're a part of and, and what we get out of them and and uh, what you think the general experience is. Like, I'm, we're part of, you know, Matt invited me into Dorkscography. I don't always love everything going on in it based on the nature of the group, but I do love the group. I think it's got a lot of passionate people, even if they have occasionally questionable taste in music based on the voting. And, um, but it's really awesome because it's a, it's just music nerds nerding out on the thing we all love universally. And yeah. it's fairly civil despite everything. I have definitely been the instigator of some bullshit as the only group in the world I am like this on. And, uh, I'm not a troll, but sometimes I do play one on TV. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. The punk rock NBA group is a really good group that I really enjoy and that I think people get a lot of value out of. Um, so yeah, that's one I think is cool. Wave Riders Unite, which is the one we do with Ripple is sort of my, we do, I, I use that blueprint to build very successful groups for Metal Blade. Um, and people seem to be getting a lot out of that. You know, the Metal Blade version is called Blade Brigade and it's really nice. fun. You know, I think people, uh, I think people enjoy it. I'm going to plug two groups that I also enjoy. One is the, uh, uh, what is this? The uh, Doom, Psych, Heavy Metal, Stoner group. There's many of them, but there's a particular one that I'm really fond of that I like to discover new bands, discover underground bands, and also promote some bands. And then, of course, Yankees are the best forever because it is baseball season, which Matt is very excited about for his Phillies. And I am very excited about for the incredible greatest team of all time in sports history, New York Yankees. Yankees are the best forever is just what you imagine it is terrible Yankees fans being terrible about being Yankees fans. There you go. Um, all this to say, how should you be engaging in these groups, Keith? Well, just like all social media, it shouldn't all be about you. Uh, if you go into these groups and just self promote sooner or later, people will be wise to your game, Kappa, and they're going <laughs> to, block you or you know admins that have a post option are not going to post your stuff if it's just about you you want to you want to collaborate you want to chime in you want to conversate as we always preach you don't want it to be just about you um and then if you slyly ask for some feedback on your music if you carefully promote something you have to promote and something relevant to the group you may have something a show in you know, Des Moines is not relevant to the New Jersey Doom and Stoner Addicts group. So you got to pick your spots properly. Yeah, but, and, and this is important, right? Is like, I think, you know, and like also like if you came to a group genuinely like looking for advice and just were like not weird about it, like I'm sure people would be like, yeah, okay. And like hook it up. You know what I mean? Um, but you do have to be coming from a place of like, look, I actually give a shit, you know, even if, especially if it's your first post. If you've kind of been active before, then you have a little bit more leeway. 
as it were. Um, you know, and again, it's all about building credibility, which I think is an important aspect that a lot of people don't necessarily respect enough is it's just like, how do you show people you genuinely are, um, excited to be part of this thing? You know what I'm saying? So true. And, and again, I think, um, you know, sometimes who admins a group makes a big difference in uh, how, you know, people respond, you know, and how people interact. I think the way you, the, let's call it the Illuminati of Dorkscography, just to circle back on that for a second. I think the way that you guys manage the group, <clears throat> even when <clears throat> people in the group, me, 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 don't always approve of everything and like things, I still like the way you run the group as, as democratically as possible. You have, if you're in a group that is just willy nilly with shit posting and mania, this is not a good, like, it's not a good feeling to be a part of it unless that's your thing. Uh, and which I can't help you if that is your thing. But if you're one of us and you're trying to sort of carve a niche and figure out your way in this world, especially for your music, if you're a band, you know, you want to be part of a group that's positive and doing something for the community. Here's another one I love is uh, Metal Public House, which has got, I think, 30,000 fans. And it's admin by a small group of people that are just pretty much let everybody post as long as they're not dickheads. And obviously, you know, no bad actors and shitty people allowed. But for the most part, it's a wonderfully run group uh, across all things. Uh, in music and metal and uh again a well-run group can really make your day or your week yeah and and, and just like it's interesting because stuff like the dorkscography group is now like a major hobby for me you know what i mean um right like it's just like it makes me happy um you know and uh yeah, and I'm just going to keep going for it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I think that it's, it's, Facebook is a good place because everyone has one and it's a really empowering place where you can, because everyone has one, you can meet everyone. And if you find the right group for you, you can just feel good on that group, which is how I feel on Dorkscography. You know, and I'm someone who kind of overworks himself and Dorkscography is kind of a place I feel comfortable on the internet. Um, I, I have a serious question for you, Matt. Yeah. When are we going to do Tool in Dorkscography? When the people's voices demand it. Well, that's fucking never Jesus. Anyway. All right. I just want, I'm just going to work Tool into every mention of a pod this week that I'm on. Okay. Warning you. Warning you now. Tool, okay. new, new Tool tour dates. Super pumped. Um... I, uh, I'm sorry, Boomer. Um, I'm not a Boomer. I know, it just was an easy one. I, I um, know. Point being. Um, <clears throat> the point being, Facebook groups are really a product, so it's, it's a productive place to network. And the thing is, like, with a good group, even like the Dorkscography group, um, or more recently, Keith's Music Marketing Mixer group, um, the beauty of it is like, yeah, sure. Um, it's not, I mean, the music marketing mixer group a little more, is a little more overtly networky, right? But broadly speaking, um, you, you know, um, 
like the dorksography group, you can just meet people who are into music. And then what happens, uh, you know, is that then you're just building relationships and that's the key. It's the same reason we talk about Twitter. Twitter is not about necessarily pitching yourself right away. It's about building relationships, you know? And if someone sees you as a guy who talks in their group, that's a great way to open that door, you know, or it's a great way to meet the people affiliated with him and you grow, you know, and that's really important. Right. My vision actually for the mixer was to just kind of loosely follow an element. I'm going to go yell at my cat. Keep talking. You, you yell at your cat. I'm going to go on about this topic. What my idea generally for the mixer was to follow part of the punk rock MBA and shout out to recent dumb and dumbest guest, Finn McKenzie. Love you, exactly. dude. Love all you do. And basically not be self-promotional, but to be a space where everyone can ask for help and get help with marketing, with music, with their music career, any element, any aspect of it. Um, Matt Curtis and I, uh, you know, run these music marketing challenges. And this is kind of like, how do we give more away for free? You know, doing the challenges is awesome. I love teaching. This is a core part of my skill set and what I love to do with my career is train and teach people. I've done this at the corporate suit and tie level for CEOs and I've done it for bands and brands. And so this is the thing I'm passionate about. Matt is Curtis is Curtis, the greatest publicist on social media. That's his new title starting this week. And um, so basically, yeah, I think the mixer is awesome. People should join if they want to. It's free for all. We, uh, again, it's not for spammy self-promotion. It's to give and get help and build a community of people trying to learn and share. And that's the key, is growing together. It's so true. if you want to join like, the music, what? I was going to say, we sound like the Facebook Super Bowl ad right now. Literally, groups is where it's at. Chonky cats for life. And yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, I've got my own little chunky cat who's doing very good on his diet, but right. I get it. Can we get some progress photos? We probably should have a before now. Why doesn't Jim have a Facebook or an Instagram? Because I fucking hate you. Um, oh, I don't hate you. You need a hug today. The point Can being. Jim hug you? Maybe you should put Jim's arms around your neck. He's, just so just it. for context, Jim is my cat who is currently trying to get into my record cabinet. That's um, You're going to get I mean, cat hair on everything. That's whatever. Um, point being, if you want access to the Music Marketing Mixer group, it's free. All you do is you, there's a link in the show notes to sign up. We'll get you in. It's, it's an easy one. I look forward to seeing you in there. You'll have a lot of fun. You'll meet some cool people. And uh, Keith is launching threads and is engaging and teaching. And Keith is kind of the, the backbone of the group, much as he is in some ways the backbone of the Brooklyn scene. So Ouch. I don't know about all that. That's quite a, that's a lot to live up to. I think I'm part of it. I don't think I'm, I appreciate you though. I did, I did get recognized again last night at a show and it was like that ghost cult guy. And I was like, all right, I guess people are starting to notice me either from YouTube or just being, you know, camera around my neck. A couple yeah. of people at, at OPEP this weekend saw me and were like, you, that guy. I think they know, they noticed me. There you go. Um, this has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Are we done yet?